All right, we are back. It's Two TV Sports, the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again today. We're going to talk all things football. Jerry, Thanksgiving week is football week. We've got games on Thanksgiving. We've got college games on Friday. We've got more college on Saturday. We've got NFL on Sunday. Might be the best week of NFL uh, and college combined in the season. And we're here to break it down for you guys. Uh, Thanksgiving football pod. Here we go, Jerry. It's good to talk to you. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. It's not Bama LSU, but we actually have some great Thanksgiving NFL games. Usually it's like uh, uh, Cowboys Commanders, and that's terrible, and Lions Vikings, and that's terrible. Uh, some high spreads, but I mean, dude, game one is Bills Lions. This should be a shootout. Like, how much fun is that going to be? I don't even think the Bills went home. They're going to be still in Detroit from there, their last game. Snowmageddon, they escaped it, took care of business against <laughs> the Browns. Um, divisional rival of two teams that I despise, the Giants and the Cowboys in the middle of the game, you know, going to be eating probably during that game here in the East Coast. And then the night game, my New England Patriots, the, the victorious after a 10 and three, uh, not shootout game last weekend, taking on the bikes. I'm, I'm fired up short week, Kirk Cousins prime time. I kind of like this spot for it for my team here. So I'm excited about this, this Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good slate of games. I mean, normally I get pretty pissed when I have to watch the Lions play on Thanksgiving. but That's terrible. But, I mean, it's tradition, right? Like, it is it is the best of Thanksgiving is watching crap Lions team take on a team well, that's going into their home turf and taking over. It's great. They're actually, like, a little bit fun to watch. And then you get the Bills going in there. Um, and everyone's got fantasy players on the Bills or playing against the Bills. So, people are going to be locked into that. I like that matchup. Um the Giants at Cowboys is like a huge NFC playoff game. Um, yeah. We'll see the Cowboys. I mean, I think the Cowboys may roll, but. I mean, the okay, so the Giants are banged up, right? And it, you, everything would indicate the Cowboys would roll coming off that big game, uh, the momentum, short week, all that. But it's, a, you know, I'm very wary about these division games. These teams know each other better than anybody else. Um, the Giants always play the Cowboys tough. The Cowboys love to lay an egg on Thanksgiving. Um, the Mike McCarthy special. So I'm pretty, dude, the line's nine. I'm very hesitant uh, to back this Cowboys team, even though they are the clear favorite should be. Um, I'm still very hesitant. Might might not touch that one. Such a, such a weird Cowboys team because they go into Lambeau and they lose that game and then they go into Minnesota and back to back after playing in Lambeau in the They cold. blew it up in Lambeau. I mean, that's a bad pad yeah. you're up 14 on. You blow, like, they blew that game. Yeah, and then they just go in and dominate the Vikings. So, I I don't know. I, I do think the Cowboys are legit. Like, when I when I was potting with J-Rob and we um, had our top 10 teams, I had the Cowboys as the second-best NFC team. I had them fourth overall. So, I, I am a believer in the Cowboys. But is that but... best team or most talented? Because I'd argue that, yes, they are the most uh, one of the most talented teams. But I would say Eagles-Niners have to be ahead of them as far as rankings go. Uh, I had the Niners ahead of them. Eagles, not some. I think the Eagles are a little bit overrated, and that's been shown the last few weeks. They've been struggling I with. I don't disagree with you on the fact the Eagles might be a little bit overrated, right? Everyone's a little bit hesitant about them. Um, but I, I still like them against the Cowboys team in a one-game scenario. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see with that. Um, but the Cowboys got to take care of the Giants this week, so that's that's a big game. The Giants need it for. Uh, playoff the playoff picture because uh, all of a sudden the Washington football team's gotten pretty red hot and um, and every team in that division is over 500 so 
Windsor, the premium, and the Giants uh, are trying to avoid losing two in a row uh, and potentially uh, continuing to fall in the standing. So that's that's a really big game. I can't remember the last Giants Cowboys game that had this much implications on Thursday night. Like I'm I'm pumped for that one. Um, you know, it's a bad last... spot for me if I have to be pulling for the Giants, right? Like that's the last thing I want to <laughs> be doing. <laughs> I guess there's no I'm I mean there's be... no reason for me to be rooting against the Cowboys really because it's like I think they'll lose in the playoffs regardless. So maybe I do call, pull for them against the Giants. Call me crazy, Gary, but uh, I think I'm all in on the Mike McCarthy bandwagon get the man another super bowl that is nonsense that's absolute nonsense i'll never back him <laughs> never catch my dollar backing him dude big spot he won me a, a super fold. bowl no that's awful we wait tosh we've been over this i don't even know where's this coming from who's who's gone into your ear i know this is not you speaking right now i know you're against I, mccarthy what's happening right now i like mike mccarthy's a good dude he's got a great team he's done a good job with the cowboys somehow i mean he has a great he, team and i think they've won despite him <laughs> like that's how good they are with michael parsons yeah but you remember them with jason garrett that franchise was a complete joke he brought some professionalism into that franchise they've been drafting well the o-line's good Dak prescott done a nice job developing him so uh, I'm kind of all you in on the, the advanced stats that Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins in a different uniform. I don't, I'm not sold on yeah, Dak Prescott right now, especially. I think Kirk Cousins is pretty good too. I would, no, I would agree with you. You both, you want them over a lot of guys right off the street, or uh, I would say like over, they're probably t- uh, top half of the quarterbacks, right? They probably can't Easily. carry your franchise, but they're 10. not going to, they're not going to hinder you in, you know, building a Super Bowl winning roster. I think you can win a Super Bowl with Kirk or Dak, given the yeah. right roster around them. Um, but they're not that much different. Like they both worry you in big spots. I agree. Um, Tony Pollard's been great. I traded for him in fantasy. Uh, great. I think like week four. So that's been been uh, fun for me. Well, he's uh, been the better last than game, great if you look at the value that you were expected to get out of him. So exactly, I traded Cortland Sutton for him. So wow, dude, uh, I thought that, Cortland Sutton a little side here. I thought he was gonna have a great year. Did not. Did not. Yeah, at the time, uh, at the time, people were questioning that trade, but that one, that one worked out. Uh, last Thursday night game uh, is your team, Gary, on the road against Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings, yeah, just such a weird team. I mean, they've got Justin Jefferson. They've shown uh, signs of like looking like the class of the NFL, but then they just get smacked by the Cowboys. So uh, I like, I like the path spot here as well. So the Vikings, this is what worries me, on DraftKings right now, Vikings are favored minus three, but it's plus 100. They're going to pay you to take the Vikings as favorites. I mean, something's got to be worried about worrying you about that line right there. Um, the, the Vikings on paper are by far the better team. The fact they're only getting three at home, it's the standard two and a half three these days. And, uh, yeah, I think the Pats are in a really good spot as an upset. Prime time Thanksgiving. Belichick on a short week. I mean, how could you not be favoring us? Thinking thinking more about it, though, I do worry it's the classic. Everyone's high on one team and everyone's low on another team based on one week. How could you be high on the Pats? We scored 10 points last week. And seven of the – our only touchdown was a punt return. It was a special – we didn't do – That's what Vegas is saying. We we didn't score. Like, what – how could yeah, you that's, how could you be backing us? I, I think people are I think people are I mean you're backing you. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but, okay, but I'm also biased as a homer on this pick, right? So like like I'm yeah, also I you think, can't trust me you can't trust either mm, of these teams, right? Like you don't trust the Pats I'm, offense, you don't trust the Vikings as a team in general. But like, dude, the Vikings, I mean Justin Jefferson, 
that alone should put you over the top. Like him and Dalvin yeah. are going to be I playing this game. The Pats have shown me nothing offensively. Is their defense I think solid? I'm changing yes. my opinion. I think I like the Vikings minus three. I think they're just a better team. If this game was played before last week, the Vikings probably would have been seven point favorites. Ooh, maybe, maybe I might say five and a half, six, but I mean, at that point, what's the difference? So yeah, might as well be seven. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Pats, Jerry, what is, what is your take on Matt Jones? Cause I mean, last year, like everyone was talking about how he's the next Brady. Sure. And I know the Pats fans love to hype up your own guys and get all excited, but like what's going on with Matt Jones? Why so are points against the Jets? Max been getting a ton of hate, right? With the recent play of how poor he's been with after the high ankle sprain coming back and the great play of Bailey Zappi. Um, can't lie here. I was a little torn on Zappi and Mac Jones. However, I think either quarterback you plug in there has zero help at the wide receiver position. They're not throwing to anybody. Our, our best wide receiver arguably is Tyquan Thorne, who's been out. Jacoby Myers, we've talked about in extensive terms, is not a number one wide receiver, maybe a wide receiver three at best on a good team. We have nobody to throw to. Our tight ends are non-existent in this offense. Sure, you can run the ball with both of our, our dual-headed monster and uh, Damon Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, but it's like you can only run the ball so much. Max not mobile, and once you can stop the run, it's not like you can create anything on offense because our receivers don't get separation. We brought in Devontae Parker, who I thought was a terrible signing from the beginning. It's like, yes, he's a big body, but like, does he win the 50-50 balls he's supposed to? No. And does he get separation? Also, no. So it's like <laughs> like – I get it. As a quarterback, you're going to catch all the blame, but is this Mac Jones's fault? No, I don't. I think, dude, look at Tua. We didn't know what he was until you got him Tyreek and Waddle, and now he's lighting it up. His best offense in the league. I'm not saying Mac can put up those kind of numbers, but I don't think he'd be far off from Tua's numbers if you give him uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I think you got it. Like we've we've seen this. You can revolutionize an offense by bringing in top tier wide receivers like Kirk Cousins, the Washington Commanders. Mediocre. You get him Justin Jefferson. Lights it up some weeks. You give Mac Jones two solid wide receivers, I think this Pats team would be easily 11, 12 wins. Like, uh, our defense is solid. Solid. Our run game solid. Our biggest issue, deficiency, from the beginning of this season and last season has been the wide receiver position. It's unfair to judge Mac or Bailey Zappi based on this situation. Okay, so you're, you're on the blame the roster side, which I get that. I'm not um, saying Max. I'm not saying Mac is Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Josh Allen. He's not. Okay, he's not. Can you win with him? Yeah. Can you win Super Bowls with him? Yes. With this roster, absolutely not. We're not going anywhere. I think it's. I know. I know that we're slotted in to be the seven seed right now in the playoffs, or maybe even six now uh, after the Jets win. I don't think. I'm not convinced we're making the playoffs. Like this roster is a house of cards. Our defense is solid, but we cannot be winning these games. I think the Vikings should win this game. I mean, it's just disastrous if the Vikings don't for their season. Yeah, the Vikings don't want to go lose two in a row. Um, not that they're going to lose the division or anything, but um, but as we move along, Jerry, we've got college football on Friday. We've got uh, a few big games. Tulane at Cincinnati. The winner of that will have an inside track at uh, getting into a New Year's Six Bowl and being one of the group of five teams. Uh and then we also have the night game on ABC is Florida at Florida State. That's a that's a big game for Florida State. Uh, they only have three losses, and, um, and they've turned that program around. So I'm excited They're for those. They're recruiting really well too. Florida State's going to be back on the map for a while now going forward. Yep. 
Um, Mike Norvell is doing a nice job at Florida State. That's where uh, Kenny Dillingham, our offensive coordinator, came from too. So um, I got love for that program. Um, but Saturday is where the big matchups are happening. Undefeated Michigan at undefeated Ohio State, the second and third ranked teams in the nation. Uh, the winner of this game is going to go to the Big Ten Championship. And the loser is probably uh, going to be eliminated from the playoff and eliminated uh, from the Big Ten Championship. So uh, this is a huge game. Uh, Jerry, do you have a take on who's winning this game? Because Yeah, I, have I mean, I think it's Ohio take. State. Michigan has to go into the shoe and win it. Uh, Michigan's a star running back is banged up. And, it, you know, I, I think it's going to be really tough. I think Michigan gave them, uh, you know, the best performance they could have last year. We saw them win that game and, and make the playoff. Um, I think Ohio State's out for revenge. They're at home. Everyone knows what it means. Obviously, it's you know the best one of the best rivalries in college football. I just don't see Ohio State um, having an issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, Michigan, I think that JJ McCarthy at quarterback is very overrated. They've been struggling throwing the ball. Uh, that was shown against Illinois last week. Uh, their schedule, complete cupcake schedule. They played one ranked team. That was Penn State at home. Uh, other than that, no one who's uh, was ranked when they played. Illinois may be ranked, but uh, they struggled with Illinois. Um, I'm not a huge believer in Ohio State. I think their um, running game has huge issues. I think their O-line might get exposed against Michigan. I don't think C.J. Stroud um, is very mobile. He doesn't, he doesn't like to run. Um, which hurts them and uh, their defense is is better than last year that's for sure but still not great so I'm I'm kind of I think both of these teams are a little bit fraudulent but I like uh, the Ohio State receivers more than anything on that Michigan team so I'm picking Ohio State to win and go to the playoff uh, and then get absolutely smacked by Georgia if they play Georgia if they even get there um, yeah. Georgia is well established very very scared of them <laughs> yeah what's the, the i'm gonna look at the spread in that game i mean I why would, are you doing I that would, i'm gonna throw out this ducks and uh the beavers game because obviously yeah. we're ducks fans but i was saying uh i was worried about that utah oregon state back to back i thought we would lose one of those we beat utah oregon state it does have me concerned we're on the road in a big rivalry spot they'd love nothing more than to upset us um we did use the lose the u-dub game i didn't see that one coming i thought we would lose two uh out of their remaining schedule i thought it might be you know in the big uh back uh, 12 championship game and one of utah and oregon state but it was u-dub that we just took care of utah and so i'm very worried very worried going to this oregon state game yeah and what's incredibly concerning about this game is that oregon state has potentially the best defense in the pac-12 and Bo is yeah and Bo can't really move as shown by the Utah game and Utah did a good job realizing in the second half um, their pass rushers were just teeing off. Um, they knew that he wasn't going to scramble around. So um, if Bo Nix is still injured like he was last week, it's going to be pretty hard for us to go in the research stadium and beat a quality Oregon state team is probably going to be ranked top 20 at the playoff rankings come out tonight. So um are battle tested we've had some big wins on the road too at washington state um was it was a good win at cal was a good win so i think um i don't think we're going to be like shocked by the environment up there but i do think that if Bo can't move it's going to be hard for us to move the ball 
so I see a low scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hundred percent. with you. I think it's going to be, uh, not boring. That's the wrong word, but intense, cold, slow moving, a very ducks, beeves type of game. So yeah. It's on um, brand. That's that's spread in Michigan, Ohio State's Ohio State seven and a half. And so that's a lot, but I kind of like Ohio State in that. Um we got the Iron Bowl. You figure Bama should roll, but you never know. Do we know um, if Lane's going to Auburn? Is that resolved or not resolved? I've been seeing a lot of rumors sounds on, like on he's, the internet. Sound, sounds like he's not because okay. he came out and just said that was false. But it but it did get reported, so who know who really knows? Um but yeah, I think I kind of think I don't know. Miss Ole Miss is going to be a hard place for him to have sustained success, in my opinion. When you're battling with Bama, yeah, uh, no. If, if, if Auburn, Auburn, if he's offered that Auburn job over Ole Miss, he should leave. Yeah, so. I think. Yeah, I don't know Auburn. I, if I were Auburn, I don't know if I would want Lane Kiffin. Like, I don't think like yeah, Lane Kiffin might get you to a playoff if things break right, but I just don't see Lane Kiffin being able to like just turn Auburn into like a year in year out like powerhouse like it could be I don't know, but what has Auburn had going for them recently it couldn't be much worse so yeah I mean it wouldn't be a bad hire but I just think it's a very like you're like Lane Kiffin is not going to win multiple national championships at Auburn and that's kind of their goal so like I guess yeah you might have some I mean I, I guess I do know why it's their goal because they're Auburn they're a storied school and program but it's like you're so far away from winning multiple national titles. You got to focus on just getting one, especially, especially in today's college football where it's so competitive. And we just saw Georgia spring up with Kirby. Yeah. You know, Clemson had their run. Now they've fallen off a little bit. And honestly, it's, it's, it's super quarterback dependent, right? Like you get Trevor Lawrence, you're winning a natty, you know, sets and benefits yeah. exception, but. They, yeah. They, Auburn needs to build up that roster though. Like they're playing like some of these guys that, transferred from Oregon who didn't even play for us you know Dude, they're a and year away from are... being a year away right so like yeah <laughs> I, I don't I don't think Lane hurts them at all yeah uh all right let's keep it moving um later in the day huge game on ABC Herb Street's gonna be on the call Notre Dame at USC uh if USC wins out they're gonna be in the playoff uh, Notre Dame is is playing good football. This is not the same team that lost to Stanford earlier in the year. So uh, USC coming off a big win is going to be going to get tested by Notre Dame. I think we'll see just how good Caleb Williams is if he can come in and win this game. I think he's the Heisman winner um, if they win the Pac-12 championship. Um, and I, I want to see SC in the playoff. I, I kind of like let's see Pac-12 team make the playoff and see what they can do. Yeah, I'm a little surprised at how Notre Dame turned their season around after losing to Marshall. That was crazy. The fact that they're ranked this high going into this game against USC, it makes for a fun watch, right? I'm also going for USC and back to pack here. Yeah, and the fact that that Notre Dame lost to Marshall like they did and then um and then also lost to Stanford, but then they beat they had the structure. They beat North Carolina, BYU, Syracuse, and Clemson, all pretty good teams. And last week they beat Boston College 44-0. So yeah, Boston College really, sucks. They're terrible this season. They they did make a quarterback change, so that may have really helped. Um, but um, but yeah, I think I think USC takes care 
business and gets his Pac-12 championship game with a chance to go to the playoff, uh, hopefully playing the Ducks uh, if the Ducks take care of their business. And and that would just be an electric game for the Pac-12. Oregon, I'd love to play spoiler, in Vegas. Right? Win, yeah, winner goes. Winner, I think I think Lanning would love that. Oh, man, that would be a fun game. So uh, that's it what sucks I'm, I'm hoping the, at, at the same time, right? Let's say the Ducks, it, this is all I have to play out, obviously, before NUSC has to win, we have to win. That's both tough games. Um, but even, let's say both of us win, just a hypothetical here, then we beat USC. It's the Pac-12 cannibalizing itself again. Keeps USC out of the playoff, and we don't get to the playoff. I, you know, I'm not going to yeah, be, obviously, I'm not going to be rooting for USC over the Ducks, right? We're going to root for us to win, go to the Rose Bowl. But it's like, God damn it, Pac-12, just figure your shit out. Like, Yeah, but the thing is, is that, us. Yeah, I agree with you that in the past, Pac-12 has just there's been some bad things. But like this year, the cannibalization's been amongst a bunch of really good teams. Like I think USC, UCLA, Utah, Oregon, and Washington are mm-hmm. five of like who really knows, but five of the top fifteen teams in the country. Yeah, um, and they've all played each other a lot. So unlike Michigan and Ohio State, who played like one ranked team this year, and yeah, this is ridiculous. Honestly, if we're the, gonna have these cupcake schedules, we might as well do away with conferences and just have the superpowers play each other. It's like the Super League in soccer that got disbanded. Like, why not have Ohio State and in Oregon, or Ohio State, USC, and Michigan, and University of Washington, and LSU versus Ohio State all the time? Like, what? Do we, like, come on, everyone have two or three yeah. losses. We'll expand the playoff, which are already getting expanded. You know, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. A few other big games. Um, Washington at Washington State. Um, that's a big game for the Ducks because if Washington loses, we're in the Pac-12 championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we – but we're going to know if we need them to lose or not before. But that could end up being a really big game for the Ducks. So I'm, I'm definitely not uh, – Definitely keeping my calendar cleared for 7.30. Uh, it's going to be pretty late your time, Jerry. Uh, I'm not convinced I'm going to see most of that game. <laughs> Especially Thanksgiving weekend, full. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to make it to uh, 11, 12 Eastern. Midnight Eastern is going to be yeah. tough. Washington, um, UW, and, and Wazoo. Well, yeah, one last game I just want to talk about is TCU. Like, Will the magic continue? They're at home against Iowa State, who has not had a good year, but they they do fight. They have lost, looks like six of their seven of their last eight games. So, but you never know, Jerry. You never, you never. <laughs> this TCU's really been cutting it close. So, um, if TCU keeps winning, they're going to go to the playoff. But if they have one loss, I think that they, I think a one loss. Um, a one-loss Michigan-Ohio State will get in over a one-loss TCU. So TCU's got to keep winning, and they've got Iowa State. Iowa State's going to play like it's their their season depends on it. So I'm not counting out the Cyclones. Matt Campbell. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't count out Matt, uh, Matt Campbell's Cyclones. But I don't know. TCU's <laughs> been on a tear. They have some sort of magic around them. I don't really understand it. So. Just looking at their their schedule is crazy. I mean, they they won a few games early on by a lot, but like they they didn't even. I mean, they beat Colorado thirty eight thirteen. That was week yeah, one. Colorado's a cupcake this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that they didn't win that game by more is a little concerning. The fact that they barely beat Oklahoma State. Barely yeah, no, beat I mean, Kansas, you see, barely yeah, beat they SMU. don't win convincingly that often. They are, yeah, 
barely beat K-State, barely beat Texas Tech, West Virginia, Texas, Baylor, like all so these teams This is teams when they, lo- they, they make the playoff and you load up on the team they play. <laughs> Just Yeah, this is when they make the playoff as the fourth seed and play Georgia, and it's a 30-point spread, and you still bet on Georgia. Three-point, that's going to be like 12 and a half, and you still hand No, I said 30, 30 points. Oh, thir- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it would be that Maybe much, but anything less 22. than 30, hammer the dogs. No dogs. Yeah. I don't even like Kirby Smart, but I it's, it is admirable the way Georgia's defense stands up. It's crazy. Also, how about Tennessee yeah. blowing it while we're here? Un- unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, I kind of called that, though. Like, their Dude, they defense had the inside never track of the good. playoff, and they blew it. Like, you can't, you can't yeah. fault anybody except themselves. Like, what are we doing here? And Hennon Hooker now out with a torn ACL. So, that's their season's over. Yep. Yep. Um, but all right, stay stay locked in for our locks and upsets of the week. We'll be announcing those on Instagram later this week. Um, we just took you through our Thanksgiving weekend, what we're focusing on. Um, and two TV sports will be back shortly. Jerry, you got anything you want to add? No, excited to watch Kirk Cousins blow it. Sunday night football Thanksgiving Day. It's gonna be great. Last time that I can remember the Pats on Thanksgiving, it was the uh Jets, the butt fumble game. The, the butt fumble. Be better. All right. Well, maybe we'll get another butt fumble by Kirk Cousins. Or maybe this time it'll be Mac Jones. That'd be tough. That'd be tough season. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Well, it's good talking to you. And 2TV Sports is signing off for Mike.